You're listening to Blank Canvas Talk. I'm your host, Heather T. The crazy thing about media is they, they, they choose what they want to put out there. For me. Uh-huh. Right. So, um, for instance, I, uh, right now, you know, everybody's talking about coronavirus this, coronavirus that. Floyd, the whole Jewish when that popped up, it was like everybody forgot about Corona. That was one thing. And the thing mm-hmm. is, the only reason why the media was only reporting on Corona at that time because we was in the pandemic. That was all they were reporting on. But it was a lot of stuff that was going on around that. You know what I mean? There was a lot of stuff going on that a lot of people weren't even hearing about or even aware about because this is all the media was pushing. Mm-hmm. Coronavirus is showing different hospitals, showing how different nurses are doing and doing different interviews. That was all they were focused on, but there was a lot of stuff going on in the background as well. So about me going overseas, I, I, one thing I noticed about their media is that I love, as far as even Iraq, Afghanistan, even in Mexico. Um, the crazy thing about it is, 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 is they don't lie to their people. What you see is what you see. What you see is the reality of it all. Example, you sitting here in, in, in America, the craziest thing you've seen now was this Floyd thing or, or these shootings. That was it. Most of the time they'll say, oh, we're going to pause it right here because it's, it's just too graphic to show or whatnot. No, overseas, they show you everything. You see all of it. Mm-hmm. The people right then and there psychologically to me, now, now you're teaching the people right then and there. These kids, period, they're growing up with that mind frame. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So they're, they're kind of, in a way, they 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 they're growing up strong, so to say, stronger than our kids, which is one thing. But here in the United States, they push what they want to push, whatever their propaganda, whatever their agenda is. That's all they're going to push. Period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think it's a, a I think it's interesting because you know the idea of the media being controlled and almost spoon feeding us ideas and concepts so that you know we can elicit certain responses, I think that's a very, very um, true situation. And um, then you had the whole idea of, oh, well, the new narrative is, well, it's fake news, you know. It's almost like people don't know what to believe. And I think it's it's wild that you brought up the coronavirus because I was just talking to my sister and I was like, you know, what happened to corona? Like, it's, you don't even see it anymore. At least down here, we don't. It's not so much, you know, the main topic in the news. Now all we're seeing is, you know, the Black Lives Matter or the George Floyd uh, protests and the riots and things like that. And it's not even showing the, the depiction of peaceful protests. It's showing the news is literally showing riots. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and the crazy thing is they, they didn't cover that. And, and it kind of upset me because of the fact that how they, how they painted this whole picture in Cleveland as far as, them seeing all the destruction and whatnot, but they got to understand it's, 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 it's a reason for everything, right? So this little girl, forget her name, she had to be about 25, 26 years old. She's standing on a, on a water bucket, probably five, to, five foot three. You know what I mean? She's on the blue room, she's yelling, black lives, her ass, her ass, her piece, hands up, don't shoot. And out of nowhere, you hear the tear gas get shot on, she gets shot in the face with a rubber bullet, everything went crazy from there. Now, at that point in time, when we got there, it was a store owner, a Bills bonds, right across the street from Ontario, downtown. Right over the corner east, it was me, my OGs, and probably, it was probably like 30 of us in number. The crazy thing is, you had Latin Kings, Gangster, folks, you had Crips, you had everybody, but we were all on the same page. Mm-hmm. And, it, and the crazy thing is, the crazy thing is, the one thing they won't tell you is, we were actually unified before all of this happened. You know what I'm saying? Missy made a big way for that. But the crazy thing about it is, it's like we're standing there and all hell breaks loose and it's like the bell bombing the owner. He looks at us and told us to step away from his business. We tell him what we were there for. He cussed us out. He didn't care, so we walked away. They just looked at us as thugs like we was just there causing no. We were stopping people who, as far as, I even got a video of one of my OGs telling the dude that was on the bike. He caught the dude on the bike breaking the window out of somebody else's car. And now he's mm. telling them and businesses. And he stopped him and told him, this kid was like right here, the car's on fire, you bust the window out of him, he's in here doing tricks off the front of the car like it's cool. 
He's like, take that back up to the where you at or whatever the case, because you're going to do it, and we're going to get blamed for it. Wow. You understand? And he's like, but that won't go wrong. He's like, get his face, get him on tape. Got him on tape, got him riding away. And he's like, yeah, you stay over there. Go back home, go back to the suburbs. You're not even here for the, for the club at all. Yeah, you're here for the you the wrong place. He's like, mm-hmm. time and place for everything, you know, but wasn't nobody trying to hear it. But as far as I'm concerned, gangs didn't do no violence out there whatsoever. Anything we have. And now we done got older, 35, 36, 37. We feel that since the young boys, you know, if they listen to us, which they are, most of them do. Now that they listen to us, we're trying to bring gangs back to the real reason why gangs was created. Because now right. in thousand years, you never know. We're just here to protect the community and the neighborhood. No violence. Take out the community and kill you get. Most of us got nine to five jobs. We have kids. We stop this. <laughs> So I just want to want to recap to make sure I'm hearing you right. And basically what you're saying is, you know, since the beginning of all of this, where we ushered in with this pandemic and Corona and all of a sudden we see, um, again, yet another incident. Well, y'all have always been there, you know, one, keeping the peace, trying to stop it, yet the media is trying to portray this picture that really isn't accurate. And then you have the people in the community who are looking at you guys through this lens of like, wait a minute, that's the wrong narrative. That's the wrong portrait that you're looking at me at. I'm here to help. And you guys are inciting this fear and this chaos. So is that what I'm understanding? Yes. So then. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, No, I I want you to get it out. Go ahead. Oh, oh no, you know, you know the, 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 the whole thing with it is the crazy thing is the little girl that was sitting on that pair of bucket when she got shot off of it. Mm. She was the only, her organization was the only one who would take us in. It's crazy. It's crazy. You reach out to the Black Lives Matter in Cleveland, the group, and then they send you an email saying, okay, you know, this is kind of touching. We don't want to touch that. But a, but a whole organization that, that wasn't even made by black people took us in. That's what really pissed me off. Man. So I'm like, oh, we out here for the cause. We want to protect y'all because we figure it like this. A lot of these dudes that are that 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 are with my set, they are a lot of our military personnel, either still serving mm-hmm. or retired veterans. And the thing about it is, we feel the need that we can come out here, we can protect the protesters if if it came down to that. We didn't come there to the 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 break stuff, to the side right, the cause right. We come here for peaceful protest, period. Okay. But if it gets there, and if it gets to that point, and if it gets out of control, our main thing is to protect people, protect people's business. But mm-hmm. they don't see it like that. Right. We tell them it, it looks like like the situation with Target down here in Cleveland. We had a village shoe store they were going to, and they just ran just ran and went through it. Messed the whole thing up. So now, you mean to tell me that nine times out of ten, to me, it, the the people that do that does a lot of the rioting, looting, breaking stuff, a lot of them, honestly, <laughs> if they're not gang affiliated, they're just to us. They're like just regular, how you say, civilians, so to say. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So, just imagine if you had. 10, 15 bloods sitting here, all got CCW. All got CCW. And it's an open curious state. Imagine us standing out front of the target. Somebody would second guess what's going past us to get here. Yeah. <laughs> now you're protecting business. Now imagine having that in this on the street. You got a crew sat down there and you have black kids on the street and we're all stretched out. At least 30 to 40 people each set. There's too many of us. We can protect these businesses, but the thing is, people are looking at us in the wrong light. And we fly our colors for a reason. We do it on purpose to them. So you know who we are. But we're trying to bring back the game, that, that mentality, that, that the way it was before they lost their way. So what... We're just out here to protect. How, so what do you think the solution is as far as in changing the view? Because then what I'm hearing is, for you, the issue is, as far as in protecting, is, hey, we can protect you. We're not here to hurt you, but you have to change your view of, of how you're seeing me and what my purpose is. How do we then, how do you want to attack that then? How do you want to address that? The crazy, the, the crazy thing is that's not going to happen. <laughs> I don't think that'll ever happen. 
if it's not like people that are like within that same circle in the community around each other, like me, I'm here in Cleveland, I'm off of Melbourne. I can get a bunch of girls and go off of Melbourne and go down to a spot called Hilltop where a bunch of Christians are and, and, and it's people that we knew, we grew up with. Mm-hmm. But everybody has respect for everybody. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's, 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 I can do that. But in, at the same time, when I say it's not going to happen, it's because it's, it's a riding apple on every group. I'm sorry, we've seen what happened to Nipsey. It's a riding apple on every group. <laughs> Just make everything worse and make it look bad. So I don't think that those are one of them things, the game that, that coming together, that, that portion of it, I don't think it's going to happen at all because, uh, I mean, we got to fix our thing as far as black on black violence for real because uh, we, we ain't going to come together if, if that don't stop. Regardless, even if we reached out to the community and did that, it's always going to be somebody else that's going to do something crazy and it's going to make us look bad, period. And then when it comes to us, and when we was out there protesting, it was so many of us, they told us we had to separate. They came on horses and told us to separate at least five, six people a group. We had to break up in groups of six and seven <laughs> instead of walking as a mob, so to say. Wow. You know, so, and now, and now, and the bad thing is, now they threatened to spread us out and they did it on purpose. Cause they know we can be everywhere at once, walking all around there. You know what I mean? So it's it's it's, it's I don't think we'll ever get to that point. Because <laughs> they 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 look at us crazy. So we'll never you, get to that point. What what is your view of the police? Do you feel like all like when you talk about protecting the establishment, do you feel like you can't leave that up to the police? Can't leave that. Then that's the thing. The police was too scared. It was no police. The only police that was there was right out there by the Justice Center. As far as establishments, you can leave that to the police. But all they did was sit back and most of the time watch you destroy you and fire run bullets at you if you were doing something. That's wow. it. They're not going to come to that establishment because it was too too much going on. Wow. You know? Okay. And that's when we told everybody. The only thing is, if we move this, <laughs> you just stuck the vote. The only thing that people don't agree with us on here. You direct all this towards the police department. It's a peaceful protest. That's how you start off. You don't touch none of that stuff at all. Right. If okay. it goes down to it and it hits the fan like it did, if you want to, I agree with it. Smash their windows, burn their cars, do all that to their stuff. Do all that to their stuff because I refuse to to bust up and burn down a Target or a mom and pop shop. And then whenever they get their stuff together, next thing you know, that next month I'm in their store buying stuff. Wow. I refuse to do that. I refuse wow. to do that. Wow. Your problem from the beginning is with law enforcement and all black men or men of color or just period of being treated. That's what the problem is. That's what the issue Your issue isn't with target. Right. So why are you breaking and touching that stuff? Period. So this was the conversation. Right. So this was part of the conversation um, that we had yesterday as far as in um, looting. Like, and I spoke directly to Cleveland. Like, our economy is already very fragile. And so to destroy the major tourist spots where we bring our money in and then just to go there when in a couple of years when it's all fixed up, you're only doing more damage to your system, to your economy. And so I think the issue is that that anger is displaced, but it's displaced because I don't, when I say we, um, and I use that term loosely, like who is the we, right? Um, but there, there's this lack of information, of misinformation on who do, then who do I, you know, direct this to? Who do I get? And like you said, it's not just the police. I want the p- police chief. I want the mayor. I want the city officials who are allowing these things, who are the ones um, in, in the chain of command. I want them. Right. And it's, right. it, it's, it's not the target, it's not your white neighbor, it's not the neighbor that looks different from you, insert whatever race and color you want, it's the system. And when we say the system, it gets kind of cloudy and murky because people don't know how to really tackle, quote unquote, the system of what See, that the system, means. Right, like, and, and, and it's bad because it's like, I told people from the beginning of the time, it was, it was like, you know, I I don't understand it how... The Declaration of Independence, all the rules and laws of the land, so-called for America, and I got it. This stuff was kind of set in place before we even got here. They seen us as animals, so to, to a lot of people, those rules do not apply to us. So okay. that was like, like I told my little brother yesterday, I told him about the movie, he was talking about it, to make or break a slave. It's like all the tactics and everything that he used back in those days is still being used in today's time, but it's more 
leniency type. It's, it don't seem as violent, but they still kind of somewhat have those plans in place. I had a guy told me, like my grandfather, he always said he considered the projects and the hoods and Section 8 houses and stuff like that, he considered that like a plantation now. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But then at the mm-hmm. same at, at the same time, it's like if you now, for instance, it, it, it's crazy because even though within that system they talk about even in make the break slave, how you take the black male from the home and all this other stuff, and they are they like to compare that with a lot of single mothers growing up and doing this section eight and you relying on master so to say to get money so you can provide for you and yours because you ain't got no man of the house. It, it's kind of crazy. You know what I mean? So it's 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 a lot that's going on, but but that system, like I said, I don't think that would even resolve for those reasons. People like us keep going. Well, it goes back again, and I love it because it's so it, it's all related. And Zach, please jump in. But I feel like this is what mm-hmm. we talked about yesterday. Sorry, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't mean to interrupt. Oh, go ahead. Back to what we were talking about um, with the systemic racism, um, right. and and. Right, this thing runs deep. Knowing that we're not going to be able to erase that or cure everything, I really want to talk to this some of the actionable things, the small things that we can begin to to talk about in that direction. And I think one of the things you mentioned earlier was about the media. Um, mm-hmm. But but here's here's um, some things, some points that I want us to consider as we approach this. So one, we know that the media, there's still a business, you know, there's, there's news, um, there's stations that are always getting, going close to out of business because, or getting bought because the ratings go down. Um, For whatever reason, if it's because people don't, people are not interested in what they're, in what the stories that they're telling or for whatever, but we do have to consider it just like whatever show we're watching for entertainment, TV entertainment, and you call it news or whatever the show is, but if it's on TV, it's, it's keeping your, your um, attention and they have to entertain you, whether you entertain by violence, by you know the puppies that were for you know for adoption um so i think that's a huge angle of it the other point is i don't know if i necessarily fought them because i already know your card you're a business you're you're out here trying to sell a story trying to you know keep your job who i fought again are the owners are the people um, who are, what do you call it, like sponsoring these people? Because those are the people that are controlling the narrative and cutting and editing and, you know, spin it this way. So when we're watching these things, as a viewer, I'm like, okay, I know that, that some of that is not the whole story. So then how much of the responsibility is on me as a viewer to get the whole story? See, see. That, that that's one of the things where you got to do the research yourself. Right. Like right, like 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 this last story that 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 I sat back and I watched with my um with my brother. I was uh it's probably like probably like four or five days ago, and I forget the white guy's name, but he he was a police officer and he talked for like seventeen minutes and was explaining how you know, how, how he stands for Black Lives Matter movements and stuff like this, and was telling you know just breaking down the whole thing. Mm-hmm. He even said in the video, I might get fired for it. And I remember saying, I was like, you know what? I got I to gotta see. I got to check. What's the dude's name? I Googled his name everything. I had to check out the story. And he released another video probably like some days later, and they actually fired him for it. Wow. And then they fired him for it. And then he's like, it was freedom of speech and this, that. And it was kind of like that in a way when I was in the military because I remember we had a combat action cameraman, and that thing was, don't talk to Sergeant Moon. The Sergeant Moon, you know. And then the cameraman, after like six months of being with us for a year, Probably like seven, eight months later, he's like, "Why can't I never talk?" I was like, "Let me tell you what it really is." That's why. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I blow the doors open. Out. I'll tell you what it really is. That's why. But so, so it's like, in the same sense, though, is is in the military they used to tell us they well they used to tell my unit. I know that they used to say, um, you know, certain things you can and cannot say. Yeah, you know I mean, but if I was a civilian, I can say it all day. 
Right. So in a way, even in the military, even though I feel even as a black man fighting for a country that went mine for real for real, but since I'm here, I'm saying the best of it. But it's like I feel that you still was holding me back violating my rights in a way. That's when I realized I wasn't gov- that I was government property. I realized I was right. government property when I punched the wall and I broke my hand and they wrote me up and gave me Article 15 for for damage to government property. Oh, that's what said too. Yep, but that's I broke my the hand. thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So right then and there, it was it was, it was one thing. But it's it's you got to do your research. The guy lost his job. He he he. And I feel for him, you even said in the video, I got two houses, I got three kids one on the way, I can't afford to, you know, lose a job, but I believe in standing up for what's right. And he was ex-military too. And at the same time, he was like, I was always taught that in the military, you always taught stand on what you believe in, regardless of what it is. They called this man two or three times and, and was telling him, take the video down, take the video down. After he reached 400,000 views, they told him, look, you either going to resign or, or we just going to get rid of you and you won't get nothing. And he was like, I, I don't want nothing. Wow. And he's still farming what he believed in. And, I, and when I posted it on the Facebook, when I was upset about it, I was like, you know what? I was like, after the way y'all did him and everything he did for you guys, I, I, I wouldn't even work for that police department, even if y'all gave me my job back. Right. You know, so I was like, hey, you took a stand for it. That's what happens. Casualty of war. You know what I mean? But it's the fact that he took a stand for what he believed in. A lot of people are not doing that. <laughs> so why why do you think it's so imp- I know what I feel, and I just want to hear from you. Um, why is this so important to the point where you feel like, hey, I could lose my job and I'm okay with it? Why, if you could articulate that, why is this movement so important? And what is the movement to you? To me, yeah, to me, it's, it's, it's this life and future of everything <laughs> that I have now, you know. So. It was, it was, I feel that everything that I do from here on out is 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 for my kids and my grandkids. Mm-hmm. I feel that my time, I'm not gonna say my time's up, but it's coming to a close. And it's is is all I'm doing is training my kids and getting them right, man. And right now is 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 real important because I'm like you look at it, look at how long it's been going on. Look at how long Look at how many times, you know, black men are being killed as far as being shot, just shot by the police. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kids. Look at how long it's been happening. Yeah. And 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 the thing was, people were saying, I remember growing up even back in the day, it was like, you you heard about it, but it wasn't that much. And now, mm-hmm. like today's time, I had a conversation with a friend, and he, and he said, uh, I was like, what if, what do you feel, what if technology just improved and now we're able to see it from all over the world now? Right. But this didn't happen there. Oh, yeah, it's been happening. And I was like, and, that's what it, and, and I'm like, that's what it is. It's like now, because back in the day, like I said, you, you went out and you fought somewhere. It was just you and whoever or whatever right. street you was on. It wasn't no recording or none of that. You know, mm-hmm. so now people can record. They go live. They they post and they not even got websites you can go on. World Star Hip Hop, Grand Report, stuff like that. Now you got actual sites you can go to to get all this information. Wow. Mm-hmm. It, you know what I'm saying? So, I believe this has been happening for for a long time, and it's a lot of stuff we never knew about. It's a lot of stuff we didn't see because we didn't have the technology. Now that we have it, we can see it all. It brings more awareness. It's quicker to get it out there. What if we didn't have technology now? Would people know what's going on in Cleveland? Would we have known we're having in Minneapolis like that? You know, it, it, it's crazy. But the thing is, is 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 it's important because, like I said, it's been happening for so long, and you got to stop, man. Like I said, <laughs> I got sons, I got daughters. I don't want my kids to come up like that. I raise my kids to to respect everybody. You judge people by their actions. Yeah. You understand? You judge yeah. people by how they treat you. Mm-hmm. You don't judge people by the color of your skin. And so, the crazy thing is, when we since we've been here, we never judge anybody by the color of their skin. They always judge us by the color of our skin. They the one that put the labels on us. Mhm. Mhm. I want to say, cause to make a point of what you just said, you were saying, man, your time is coming to an to an end. And theirs is is their turn. But I want to contend that yours is just beginning because you're of the age now to where it's not just your kids for the future. You are the one that has the experience and the knowledge to make the change. Um, Everything you're saying to me is from the aspect of 
regardless of whether people agree with being in a gang or not, um, it goes back to what you and I were talking about, Zach, yesterday about what we consider to be a gang, right? Because a lot of people think right. the Marine Corps is the, the the best gang of all time, you know. Yeah. Well, I thought the Army was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We can do that. Uh, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Well, we about to get an army challenge going. Listen, well, I just want to throw it in there. No, but okay. So I, I was saying that because depending on how you look at it, whether you agree with it or not, the fact that you're in the gang and you're saying, hey, listen, I feel like we should come together and you're promoting something that is positive and protection and safety for, for the community. And, okay, but look at and, and, and I don't mean to cut you off, but a lot of people that have done that, or even promoted any type of thing with the community and, and unity, even the grace were killed. <laughs> yeah. Look yeah. at what, a lot of people. If you really look at the Nipsey story, look at what he did. I'm not playing. After he died over here in Cleveland, still to this day, you will see a blood walking down the street in all red. But when he pulled out his rag, it was a blue and a red rag tied together. Wow. And he just put it on his and he, he just, and he just hanging out his right pocket because that's the side of blood red on. And then the cripple has the same thing, blue and the red, flag tied together, but it'd be on his left pocket, so you know he was good. So, so I mean, it's, 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 it's unity, everybody considered, and it's crazy, everybody considered Nipsey as a, as they considered Tupac the savior of hip-hop, and they considered Nipsey the savior of the gang world, because my son, I just bought him a pair of shoes yesterday, he rose, he wanted RSC 60, the Roller 60 Crips. Nipsey Hustle Puma shoes, and I bought it for him for his birthday today. But the thing about hmm. it was, the thing about it was, he knows about Nipsey because he's heard it when he planned them for so long, and at the same time, he's actually sat back and I caught him watching his YouTube videos as far as the knowledge he kicks and everything that he speaks. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is, Nipsey was way before his time, and he before he died, he was bringing gang unity. He was bringing that together, and that's what he promoted. And had they came together and been so strong, I mean, it, it would have been lovely in, in L.A. But he got killed before it happened. And it's a whole theory around it when they look into that whole story and everything. And I, I feel that they feel that he was a threat. And that's well, the reason why they did what they did. So, well, let me Debbie. just, yeah, I'm, I'm going to just say this. And, and I, this is why, I, this is one of the reasons why I felt, again, strongly about doing the podcast um, and starting somewhere. It starts with you saying something with you doing mm-hmm. something if it's just one person and and my point of speaking to you is and after listening to everything you just said is you are that person to you're the beginning not the end but the beginning of the movement in your community in your family's life and you know a lot of people think it has to be huge this huge change but right and just and like I said, I hate to cut you off again, but like how you just said, I was the beginning. Remember, I told you my time's coming to the end, right? Mm-hmm. I meant that to say this. <laughs> I will start this, but I'm strengthening my kids, especially my boys. I'm strengthening them, preparing them. Come on now. To carry it from where I left Come off. Come on now. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Legacy. It, it, exactly. I, felt, I felt like we were about to break out in like a song, just a legacy. Um, no, 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 no. But. But that is so absolutely inspiring and amazing um, because has that not been what we've been talking about, Zach, in the sense of Mm -hmm. preparation, prepare yourself, prepare your children, prepare your community, prepare your following for what is to come. You cannot sit back and remain silent. You cannot. Well, you can. Let's see how how that's going to go for you, though. And, 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 and it's like this. The world stayed silent through all these black killings. Some people spoke up. But if you remember, at one point in time, when Black Lives Matter movement started, it was not one white person out there at these, at these protests like that. Mm-hmm. So for for the world to see Floyd get killed in the manner that he did, every protest you've seen was a mixed crowd. So yeah. you, you, you kind of woke up the world a little bit. But at the same time, I tell people it's not over because Remember now, when Jesse Jackson got beat, they, they didn't do nothing that day or the day after. But when they gave the wrong verdict, that's when they almost burnt Cali to the ground. I'm like, the crazy thing is, we just seen this man get murdered in the manner that he did, and look at what we just did. And 
that's so, everywhere across the United States and the world. So mess around mm-hmm. unless you read the wrong verdict. I would hate to see what happens. So let me ask you this, and because I was saying that um, I don't believe, I feel like I want us to articulate this better in a sense when we talk about George Floyd. I do not believe right. George um, Floyd was the was the beginning of this movement. No, he was You know what I'm saying? And people keep saying yes. that this is why we're doing this. No, this is not why we're doing this. He is the no, response. Not. He is just, you know, he, 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 he's just a casualty of what we've been talking he, about. Exactly. And mm-hmm. so, oh, because yeah. when it's, you, it's just, sorry, when you minimize, when you minimize it to just say, oh, it was just one incident, then you're not, you're like not looking below the tip of the iceberg to see all of everything that's at the bottom. There was a lot right. of stuff. This is just the straw mm-hmm. on the lot. camel. And honestly, it's still happening. Still happening. Mm-hmm. Yes. Still yes. happening. Right, right. Um, so I feel like it's important to say and really articulate um, Ahmaud Arbery that just happened back in February, right? Brianna Taylor, or I'm gonna mess these names up. Um, no, that's it. Is it Brianna Taylor? There's so many. There's so many. Um, and the ones, and those are just the ones we know about, by the way. Like, you right. Know. Right, the mm-hmm. ones we know about. And so I don't want to limit it to just say this one incident that just happened yesterday because it's like, oh, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Because then that's the reason why you're not understanding why we're so mad. You're like, well, what? Right. It's just this. No, it's not just that. Mm-hmm. You're, you're Even not- to bring attention to that, that idea that, oh, the media piece of it, you know, that happened in February with Amar Aubrey. We didn't really find out about it until – April. Right. Right. It didn't really become a thing. And it, right. it's right. almost a question as to why. Here's the thing. Why wasn't right. that news? So so keeping that keeping that keeping that in mind, if you look at the story of it and look at how many times that they had to redo statements and stuff like that, it was more of to me that this was something that they were going to do that was off the record. This is how I took it. This is something that they were going to do off the record for whatever, whatever personal reason it was. And it didn't go the way it's planned. Mm-hmm. So now they got to play catch up on what they what they are saying, and 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 and, and it's like you got to come up with a story. It's hard to come up with a story after you just just did that. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You see, what I'm saying? and now your story wasn't conflicting with statements, and you got to keep rewriting. How many times are you gonna write? I'm sure if I go in there and they have me for a charge or something, I couldn't write. They wouldn't allow me to write five or six statements. Not at all. Wow. <laughs> they won't allow me to write that many papers or, or write that many times to get my story. I don't think that would. But that's just me talking. <laughs> I don't see who else is going to be dealing with it. Yeah. That whole thing just didn't sit right with the period. At all. So. That. Do you have any? Yeah. 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 Um. What do you say to the people who say to you, um, to you both, that well, you're you're overreacting. All lives matter. Um, you're you're causing more division because you're you're bringing this up. Um, and, 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 and I do, you know, and I, and I <laughs> uh, you remember? Oh man. Your brother Brandon might remember. Uh, okay. Uh, Reggie Holloway. Yeah. Okay. So me and him were talking uh, two nights ago. Okay. You know he has a uh, is the the woman he's been with all through high school. She she's a white woman, and they got kids together. Okay. They're happy. And she wanted to start a protest in Parliament. Right. This is like three days ago, literally. Okay. And. She was like, now, to her, she was like, growing up, I remember Parma used, and even still to this day, Parma Police Department is like the Mississippi to Cleveland back in the day. Oh, I and didn't know that. Parma and you, yeah, you go through Parma, and oh, uh, wow. So this is how bad it was. She reached out to the Black Lives Matter movement as a white woman, and they turned it down and said, we don't want to touch that. Right? Wow, wow. Email, everything. They sent it to us, right? So then, next thing you know, today, I'll say probably like, 
20 minutes before you called me. Reggie, I had me in my messenger, and you said, uh, we was joking about it, like, man, she don't get us killed. This, that, and So now the, 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 the mayor of Parma said to Reggie, we seen you want to start a protest, man. We are wow. here to you or anything that you need. If you need water, if you need milk, if you need this, that. And we even have law enforcement officers that's willing to stand with you. Hmm. So Reggie, though, so the not same, so the same people, the same people we thought was was, was going to, you know, it was going to look ugly today. They was like, you know, they're protesting with us or whatever. But the thing is, I was Reggie was like, you still got to be careful because Parma is the site that uh, they'll take you in there and it's hard to get out. Right. <laughs> well, well, that's it's still interesting because it wasn't Reggie though. From what I understand, you said it was his wife. His wife wanted right. to protest. Well, why didn't you reach out to his wife? And it's probably because, again, oh Lord, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole. Are we? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We gonna go down this one. Oh no. It was funny because I was like, I said, you know why Black Lives Matter didn't didn't help you white? And he was like, was it because she was white? And he was like, I was like, it could be a possibility. Right. Or even they just don't even touch farm in the way that they want to. You know? Listen, because but, you want to you want to also, oh gosh, say it ain't so. All right, let's yeah. go. So, going well, I'm going there. So for a white woman <laughs> to say, hey, I'm standing with you. I do believe that black lives matter. You won't reach out to her because then, again, that's a part of the media where it's like, you're encouraging that oh this this is working so no we're going to just keep it with the blacks we're just going to keep it with the, we're the ones that are encouraging these these movements and nothing is happening but that's not so that's not right like you just said when you when you were um down there at the other protest it was a mixed crowd right oh right. man this is right. getting too steep it's just i right. <laughs> Right. So 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 now he has that going and he was like, uh, well, we gotta talk to the mayor in like a couple of days. I'm like, we I'm like, I'm not talking to the mayor. Yes, He's you are. To, I was like, and if I do, I'm going there representing baby. He was like, I don't blame you. I think so, that would be yeah. great. This is what uh, we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Mm. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, but I think it's also to to say, listen, y'all weren't divided. You not only have, um, you have so much going on. Oh my God, with the uh, veterans, the service members, the gangs, the uh, biracial couple, you have people who are supposed to be divided coming together. Right, and and the thing is, that's what you want. But like I said, since the beginning, from when we started, and we talked about the media, they will show you what they want to show you. Because mm-hmm. in the way, in the way I even learned that, even in reading my grand, my people was always taught, you want to control the mass population of people, especially if you want the money and the power. I got all that, but religion <laughs> and what they see and what you put in their mind, they doing it in music, they do it just, just, just on TV, promoting, advertising, and people never. And I never realized until somebody said something to me like, you realize they don't show cars, you know, they only show commercials to appeal to certain crowds. You understand? Same thing mm-hmm. with kids. That's the cartoons and stuff, and and you know all the little toys and stuff that they used to advertise back in the day. Now you look at it, they don't even advertise toys on TV like they used to back in the day. Right, right. Digital world. Like these kids getting girl and like 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 you said, this is the world unchanged. So now we try to mm-hmm. like catch up and adapt to the world. You still got people with old morals and values, and then you got this new stuff that's going on. Where you can take a chick out and, and, and I remember you got to take a woman out and all types of stuff before you even got with her. Now it's like you just pull up with a with a blunt and a drink and she's over anything. Oh word? Is that is that <laughs> how you get them now? Is that how it is? <laughs> hey, 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 I'm not I'm not I'm not playing. I'm not playing. I work in juvenile detention. So see these young kids I was like, dude, like really? I'm like, for what? For what? Like, really? Like are you serious? And it's and it's true. And it's sad because I, I was telling a lot of black women out here and stuff like that. I was like, men, the crazy thing about it about men, I kept telling them, I was like, especially black men, when they see you like that, it's only one thing, especially when you're advertising like that. Mm-hmm. They think at the same time, you think you might doubt you a dude, but at the same time, they mind, they figure they got it that quick and they do can. They don't want to do that. And then I'm like, you as a black woman, I'm like, you too strong for that. You, you, not my, not my woman. You can't dress like that. You can't do this. You can't do that. 
But it's all from the media and everything. Like I said, BET, when I was coming up, was the biggest sellout. BET was the only one that promoted to the, especially in the urban culture, as far as music, expressing yourself. They they had Tigger in the booth. They had hits from the streets. He was going to black colleges and stuff and black empowerment. They was preaching all of this. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, BET changed. Yeah, obviously more more shows like Love and Hip Hop, all this other little brown stuff. I mean, that's on VH1, but BET changed everything. After they took out the black college and all that and start keeping all this other crap they got on there, is is they feed that to the kids. <laughs> they feed yeah. it to them for real. And I'm surprised that BET did that. The media controls it all. The media controls it all. The media, they they mess around and, and, and can show you a movie. I remember when Higher Learning came out. That's how strong that was. I forgot what, I didn't even know what the movie was about at the time. Me and the girl went out to the movies, I took her to the movies, and I realized that the movie theater was kind of separated when the fight broke out. <laughs> but I didn't know what Higher Learning was about as much as they advertised. I wasn't listening. Uh... And then when I got there, and when we got there, and at the same scene when they shot Tyra Banks, at the end, near the end, and somebody just chilled one, just one time, yeah! Now you got the whole side of black Latinos looking at the whole side of predominantly white. Wow. And it went from there. Popcorn, drinks, and everybody started fighting. That was just over a movie. So, let me <laughs> ask you then. I mean, I feel like I don't want to paint this picture as if we're just powerless, you know, against the media. You know, like, I, I refuse to accept that, that just because they portray this, and I don't think the answer is to not be informed either, you know? Sure. I I want to... I just don't want to give them that much power. I don't know. What do you think, Zach? Unfortunately, I do think that it is a major part of how people view other people, how people, uh, like the lens through which they see. The media has a major um, part to play in that. If you think about the average person just in quarantine, what are they doing? Most likely they're watching TV. Come on now. That's okay, why people are right, saying, yeah. okay, well, it's COVID this, it's COVID that. Even if you were to try to get away from it, the channels that are not news-based still have commercials playing in, still have these, like, appeals to go out to restaurants and order takeout so that, you know, your neighborhood uh, restaurants and things like that, the mom and pops don't get closed. And then when you consider just taking it back to the beginning of the conversation about, you know, uh, let's say you're saying that, their intention in being out there was to be protectors in the community. Well, if I watch anything gang-related on the TV, right. it is not going to show that narrative. Right. It's going to show a bunch of black men, um, black, yeah, a bunch of black men, black boys that are, are out of control and are, you know, intending for some type of destruction, albeit through drugs or, you know, um gun violence or something like that. Yeah. It is not the other narrative. People wouldn't even know that gangs started to protect the community in the first place if it was left up to media. Right. The idea of black people being scary or at one time media-wise we were non-existent and then when you do present us, we're the maid, we're the help, we're um, you don't see us as doctors and then people have to come out and say, okay, well um, you know, that's not realistic. We do have these type of jobs. We do, um, you know, exist in educated spaces. We do um, partake in politics. We do, you right, know, all these right. different things. It's like, why do we have to tell you when you're alive and you see, you know, black people doing A, B, and C? But it's more so the narrative that they want to paint us through. So I'm not going to say you in the matrix. that <laughs> we're all zeros, you know? <laughs> They, they I definitely have to say it's not a, a major part of how people see each other, especially black people. Right. You know. Right. Right. They, they took everything that we. I feel they took everything that we tried to use for for, for positivity and, and, and helping our communities or, or to help. Period. Mm-hmm. They took it and they and they and they ran with it, or they took it and and they destroyed it. Because I mean, look, like I said, they destroyed Black Wall Street. When they infiltrated the Black Panthers, who, who they put the, they put people in there to, to bring that whole unit down, man. They yeah. did that, and that's why they wasn't hearing what they were about. 
but they were also they were always told that black men were aggressive, they were angry, they were violent. This picture's been painted since the slave days. Oh, come on now. Hold on. We literally, come on. You got to understand it because it's like this. You got to think about when they were calling them sambos and you do the research on it with with the whole white man playing the black man Mm -hmm. with the tar face, the big lips, the whole water belt. That was propaganda. They had it in in papers and pamphlets. Yeah, cartoons. Right. Stuff that you read that you got information from. Then they made cartoons. Then they made movies. Right. I, and then this has been going on for so long. So as as time started to progress, we said, you know what, we go we gonna we're gonna get a game, we're gonna do this, we're gonna protect our community, we did it for the right reason. It was cool, I agree with it. And then out of nowhere, that's why I like the the show Snowfall. I show that I show that whole season, I show every season, everything, all that snowfall to the kids that do a lot of attention. So they can see where how they took the cocaine and the crack and somewhat brought it to you know, the story they brought it to California. They found a little black dude, 15, 16, 17 years old. He was selling cocaine. And they was like, well, rock it up and do it like this. And it was a government agent that showed him how to do all of this. And then he said, I can provide you and your crew with guns and all of this. All you got to do is keep buying this powder from him and keep rocking and doing this. Like so, I said, the government has been no boys since the beginning. So the what do you say? Boys. What do you say <laughs> then to the person that says you're a conspiracy theorist, you're extreme, Not no one's against you? You know what? I, I, this is what I say. I say, <laughs> I believe in the stuff that's in black and white. And the crazy thing is, a lot of stuff that I'm saying, you can Google this and, and you can even fact check it. There's a lot of the stuff. When you, when, that's why, I, even even to this day, I fact check little dudes that run around talking about they in the game, whatever they claim. And I ask them the main thing who created games and where did where, where they start? Mm-hmm. And they cannot tell me. All they can tell me mm-hmm. about their old dude or anybody before him. You know what I mean? And that all started because, like I said, when they created games back in those days, after they did that, they put the drugs and guns in the community. Now you got us fighting amongst each other. We've been fighting amongst each other since man didn't go fight. You feel me? So, so a lot of this stuff is psychological and is just carrying over generation after generation. So now you're breeding another generation with this messed up mind frame, this messed up concept of how life's supposed to be and how they're supposed to carry themselves. Especially if you ain't got nobody telling you. And the crazy thing is you didn't have a lot of men to tell these boys out here a lot of stuff because a lot of the real OGs is either dead or gone or locked up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So 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 there's nobody to tell you. So one thing <laughs> you know what I mean? one thing that I'll say and I say, and I feel like this is where we're kinda of getting at and I was talking to Zach about this, is it's important of who is writing the narrative that you're learning from. So you said something really major. It's like this is generation after generation after generation. You started my story off in change. That's not where I started, but that's the story that you're telling. And so mm-hmm. generation after generation after generation, this is the, the story that is being propelled forward. You're like how you said games. Um, and, and I'll say this. When I went to Africa, Lysavier, I remember thinking Africa was filled with a whole bunch of starving kids sitting around sad yeah, yeah, thinking about yeah, feed me. Yeah. And so, right, come on now. So I get over there and I'm like, wait a minute, this looks like dog on the streets of Detroit or Cleveland or any major you city. Mm-hmm. You if you had the money, if you had the money, you would have moved there and stayed there. Listen, <laughs> but this is this is about the propaganda. This is about what's being told. But and this is my and this is where I want to go with this. I feel like just the, the way that you, me, us three can be on this phone and have a conversation, we can be unplugged from the matrix, we can learn for ourselves. I believe that this is also capable of the people that are outside in the communities and across the world. I believe that they can be unplugged. It's all about them being willing to hear a different narrative, see a different picture. I want to know how do we get there. And I, and I, I just can't settle with saying it's just not possible. Mm. That's tough, only because um, when you consider uh, people doing that, right? Like, okay, just TV, for instance. There's TV One and there's BET, right? And those two are supposed to be specifically marketed to Black people. I'm sure there's probably more stations now. I don't know of them, but those two in particular, right? Yeah. And then um, what's on there, right? Um, usually on either of them, it's going to be a bunch of reruns of um, old, oh, sure. quote-unquote, 
classic stuff, right? Right. Um, yeah, you know, good times, uh, all that kind of stuff. And, uh, and then you might get some Martin, you might get some Fresh Prince to be a little bit more up-to-date, but um, that is literally sending a message that this is for you. Not only is this for you, but this is how you're supposed to act. This is the lens through which you should see the world. This is a black man. This is a black woman. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then, like, when you consider this NBC, ABC, we can go on, right? (laughs) That type of television is, quote, unquote, positive views of of other races, mainly white people. And just thinking how big propaganda is in those uh, instances is major. Like, you don't see white people doing drugs, although meth is like a major epidemic, opioids are a major epidemic, you know, in our country. That's not something that's propagated towards us. We don't see, um, I mean, I was just watching, uh, like, I think it was live PD, and this white boy got pulled over. Uh, He he made a wrong turn or something. He got pulled over, but his car smelled like weed. So they was like, you know, can we search it? Mind you, he's gently removed from the vehicle. He's sitting on the curb. He's uh, he's handcuffed, but he's just sitting there. He he hasn't been roughed up. He's not being talked to disrespectfully. They pull out um, four ounces of weed, mushrooms, pills, a handgun, and they kindly explained to him, you know, well, you will be going to jail today. So we just advise that you get a lawyer. I'm like, golly, again. Wow. You're showing us how you treat each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just crazy that um, when we talk, okay, well, it's not so much that it is impossible, but I think we would have to literally unplug from these 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 things and talk to each other to promote a different point of view as far as how we want to be seen and so on and so forth. But then you have people like um, Ava DuVernay and um, what's her name? Uh, Issa, uh, Ray, Issa Ray, all these yeah. kind of people that um, you know are uh, emerging now and kind of speaking to a different uh, narrative of what it looks like to be black and just kind of more of a real perspective and it's not one that is so extreme in the sense of oh you're just a gangbanger or oh you're just a you know a poor black mom or a single mom or a father with a bunch of kids that you don't claim and all this kind of stuff so it's like you know, there are small feats being made, but if we want to see something major, I don't necessarily, I don't have the answer to that, but I know that, you know, looking at it as something to be done is a good start. 